the saddle on for the time being. He hung the bridle on the pommel, then turned and began to study the scene. The little ranch sat in the upper end of a long valley that widened out as it reached further into the hills. To the west, toward the lowering sun, Bodrick could just see where the grassy range lost itself against the purple of far-off hills. The position of the house, barn, and corrals indicated a mind that knew what it wanted. Whoever had built this place had probably spent a lot of days in the saddle or up in a wagon seat planning just how it all should be. This was not just a ranch for the raising of cattle. It was also a home. I'll have a get you ten. He had a woman with him. Yet why? When so much work had been done, had the place been abandoned? He walked around the house, looking for answers. There were spindly saplings in the tall grass, some of them as thick as an axe handle. The closed door sagged on its hinges. Looks like no one has been here in years. When he tugged on it, the hardware creaked protestingly, almost rusted solid. When it finally did begin to move, the lower edge of the door scraped and caught in the heaped-up dirt on the doorstep. All at once it came free, and Baudry stepped back, and then froze. A skeleton, partially covered in the tattered remains of a man's clothing, lay on the floor. His leather gun belt cracked and dried to a stiff, dead thing, still clung to his waist. So that was it. You built this place, but you never got the chance to enjoy it. The ranger stepped into the room, glancing around with thoughtful attention. Here, too, was evidence of careful planning. The walls on one side of the door were hung with neat shelves, now cobwebbed and dusty. A well-constructed fireplace occupied one end of the room. In the rear corner, there was a kitchen area with a wash basin set into a foundation of rocks and framed with wood. A drain hole had been punched out of the bottom, and a neat plug fitted into it so that water could be let out without any wasted effort. <sighs> Baudry stepped over and looked down at the body. From between its ribs, he picked up a bullet, partly flattened. That was probably it. Right through the chest. Or perhaps the stomach. He glanced again at the skull. Huh? The skull was split and nearby lay the axe that had been used. Whoever wanted you dead wasn't taking any chances. The man had probably been shot first. Then the killer made sure of his work by using the axe. A gun lay not far away. It was an old forty-four. Baudry examined the bullet he was holding in the fading light by the front door. It looked like a thirty-six. He wrapped the bullet in a cigarette paper and slipped it into his pocket. In a bedroom off the main living area, he found a wardrobe with one warped door standing open. He studied its contents without moving any of them. A few odds and ends of women's clothing. Some items hanging askew, some fallen to the floor. Looks like the woman left in a hurry. A man's clothing hung at the other end. A black frock coat and pants, obviously his Sunday best. In the inside pocket was a letter addressed to Gilbert S. Mason, Esquire, El Paso, Texas. Dear Gil, after many days, I take my pen in hand to answer your kind note. 
How pleased I am to How pleased I am to learn that you and Mary have found a home at last. Knowing as I do how long you've wished and how long you have worked to have one. From what you say, I know that it will be a lovely place for little Carlotta to grow up. My work in Galveston's going well. Only a few details remain to be settled and I shall be returning to Richmond. But before I go, I do hope to be able to come west to see you. I have much to tell you about some of our old messmates. And of course, I would like very much to see this paradise you found in the desert. Do write and let me know if that would be convenient. And of course, I would Go like free. very much to see Thank this you. paradise you have found in the desert. Do write and let me know if that would be convenient. Your friend, Samuel Gatesby. Now, well, I'll be. The letter was dated September 1st, 1869.